Welcome into Bills Tonight Digital. The Bills beat the Washington football team 43-21 to and move on to 2-1 and on the season. I'm Maddie Glab and I'm joined by Bills insider Chris Brown. And Chris, this is what we were waiting to see from Josh Allen. 74% <laughs> of his passes he completed. He was 32-43 of 43 for 358 passing yards. Four passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Five touchdowns on the day for Josh Allen. This offense looked in sync from the first drive. What did you take away from this win? Yeah, I was really happy with the quick passing game. It got the ball out quick. We talked about that on Bill's field pass earlier today, Maddie. Get the ball out of Josh's hand quick with easy, high percentage throws. They did that. That's why, you know, you look at the end of the game and you got Cole Beasley with 11 catches to tie a career high for 98 yards. We talked about how those linebackers for Washington defensively mm -hmm. aren't that strong. And so that second level was going to be available to them on the underneath crossing patterns. Beasley with 11 receptions, Diggs with six, Sanders with five. And they worked those underneath areas really, really well. It got Josh in that early rhythm, and we saw the results today. And even when Josh Allen was under pressure, he still looked calm and poised in the pocket. He was able to shift and move and still throw off of a level head, a level playing field in terms of where his feet were mm -hmm. set it didn't look like what we have talked about all week the happy feet uh, were out to play it looked like he felt very level when he was making his throws uh, had some missed throws but it was just great few. to see him connect yeah. on several uh, different passes yeah. to guys they were few and far between and let's give some credit to the O-line today Washington didn't blitz a whole lot, but that's a good front four, and they did their job. I mean, zero sacks. I think Josh might have got hit once, maybe, in the whole game. No fumbles, no interceptions. So, really, it was a clean game by the offensive line, obviously a clean game by Josh, and there was enough run support in terms of the run front as well. So, the run game did its job as well, keeping them balanced. All right, let's take a look at the wonderful plays from today. Looking back at the highlights, first drive of the game, Josh Allen finds his new buddy, Emmanuel Sanders, for a 28-yard touchdown to put the Bills on board first 7-0. Yeah, Washington trying to come back in this one. Late in the down, Heineke makes an ill-advised throw here, and Jordan Porter jumps all over it down the right sideline to set up what, Maddie? Another Josh Allen touchdown throws this beautiful ball to Dawson Knox, who makes a great grab in the end zone, 21-0. Now here's Heineke, late in the down, scrambling to buy some time, and he's going to get to the pylon to score a touchdown here. This was part of 14 unanswered points by Washington in the second quarter. All right, and Allen finds Sanders again in the back of the end zone here for another touchdown. And then Allen puts a big, fat bow on his day as he scrambles out to his right, fakes the throw, waltzes into the end zone, fifth touchdown of the day, four passing, one rushing, as Maddie said, 358 yards passing on the day, a 129.8 rating. And as much as we want to give credit to the offense, Maddie, we should give some credit here to the defense. They were lights out, 17 points off turnovers. Three takeaways, 17 points off turnovers. That is what you want to see. The defense gets the ball, the offense goes and scores. Uh, was there a player on defense who you thought was the most impressive? Well, I mean, there were a lot of guys that contributed to the effort. You know, Poyer had a nice day. Hyde had a nice day. But Milano just seems to be omnipresent out there. He had a great game last week. He gets a fourth down stop and a turnover on downs late in this one to pretty much put the thing to bed. So, I don't know. I'm leaning Milano on it, uh, and I guess that's where I'll sit. But there are a lot of candidates that played very well, even the front defensively, just getting in Heineke's face forcing him to some, make some ill-advised throws. We saw that more than a handful of times today. 
Well, Micah Hyde had an interception today. Let's hear from him after the game. I tried, man. I tried. I got my foot chipped, and I and I went down. I was I, I saw the end zone. I was hoping it was going to happen, but hey, you know, got to save something for next for next game. How's that gonna go on Between between mine and and Pose, you know, we're going to hear some stuff, but hey, we got some takeaways. Um, next time, we got to finish them. preach that takeaways come in bunches. Now you guys have back-to-back games with multiple takeaways. Just how does that feel as a defense after having zero in week one? Oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And, and uh, you know, you've got to stay true to, to what you're doing. Um, you know, we preach all the time, takeaways, takeaways. We do it in practice. And, and you know, once you get in the game, you just, as long as you're playing, fat, playing fast, playing with a lot of effort, you know, you hope it comes. And, and today we had some opportunities. Uh, great play by Tredavious to get us going. Um, Poe had him one, and then, and then you know, I was able to come away with one. But, at the end of the day, we still had a lot more opportunities out there to have more, so we got to capitalize on those also. What was it like you know, last week you guys got to the quarterback a bunch? Today, only one sack, but yeah. he was running and putting the ball up there. How does that change what you guys are doing and the opportunities you have? Oh, you know, we, we saw on film that once he gets out the pocket, he can create some stuff. Um, you know, he, he's a fast guy. You know, he looks downfield, but once nothing's there, he either, you know, dumped down or – you know, goes and runs. So we knew that was going to be a challenge for us. Um, he got out of the pocket a few times on us in, in the second half and was able to, able to convert some first downs. But, um, you know, we just knew that if, if, they, if they did that, you know, we can't give up the, 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 the deep plays downfield or the big plays, um, which we did, we, we did give up one on a screen. But, um, you know, we just we saw it on film and we had to, you know, keep working that way. Fourth down stop, how big was that for you huge, guys? Huge, huge, huge. Um, I, I think it was Milano that made that play. Uh, just huge play. You know, we're able to do that back-to-back games, get some fourth-down stops, give the offense great field position, and I think they end up scoring. Josh ran it in on that one. So um, anytime we can do that and put our put our offense in great field position is, is you know, that's ideal for us. You might at the end of the first half, that you're up by 10, I think it was, but the offense gets the ball with 26 seconds left, and they end up getting three. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's how big. fun is it to watch that happen? It's big. Um, you know, that's, that's, the offense we, uh, that's the offense we know and love. Um, you know, we, we root for them. Um, even they have bad games. We know that they're going to bounce back and they're going to do stuff like that. Uh, having, you know, 20, 26 seconds and working all the way down the field to get a field goal by T-Bass, that's huge. Um, gives us momentum, going up by 10, going in a half. Um, you know, we were, I think we were up 21-0, and, and we gave them a couple, gave them a couple plays, um, gave them that long screen play, and then also the kickoff, the ensuing kickoff. They got it, and then they went down and scored again. So, uh, we, you know, obviously we can't let that happen, but um, – you know, I, I think that as long as we're playing overall team uh, team defense, then then we're good. In, on, in that sense, how important is it to hear what Josh had to say about him being his own worst critic and saying he's got to play better for the team, um, and then seeing him deliver the way he did today? Yeah, you know, I think that we all have 100% confidence in Josh. Um, you know, we, we preach it a lot in practice. He's our guy. He's the man. Um, he's our MVP. And, and you know we all have confidence in him, and so you know when he when he says this week that he's you know feels like he can play better, you know obviously it's it's out there. He, we we all know that. Um, the last couple or the the first game wasn't Josh Allen, and and so that's where we all come along. We just you know try to build him up just like he would do to me or anybody else, and you know that's we're here for each other, and um, you know we know in the long run Josh is going to play his football, and he had a great day today. Kind of along those lines, more of a big picture question, but a couple of weeks ago you left the podium and kind of gave us the no panic statement, right? So only three games in, but 
can you kind of evaluate where you are as a defense in your mind and, and maybe as a team? Um, as a defense, you know, I feel like we gave up a couple of big plays, um, which we can't have. You know, we, we take a lot of pride in not giving up those big plays and making teams try to nickel and diamonds all the way down the field. Um, and, and that's where we're able to get some takeaways. Um, but I think overall, you know, we're, it's, a, it's a process. Um, we're going to keep building this thing into December and January and hopefully into February. So um, if we can keep, keep getting these takeaways, setting up our offense and, um, you know, them scoring points, and then the sky's the limit for us. Micah, you mentioned the sequence where it was 21 nothing. you guys were in control, and then pretty quickly it was 21-14. Mm-hmm. What was being said at that time, and how were you guys able to quickly kind of get things back under control? Yeah, we, I mean, it's, it's a long, it was still a long game at that point. We knew that, you know, that wasn't going to determine the outcome of the game. Obviously, going up, being up 21-14, uh, I think it was. Um, you know, we knew that we were going to have to keep scoring points, keep getting stops, so it wasn't – um, you know, as a defense, we went out there. We tried to get that stop on that uh, on that kickoff, um, but obviously they punched it in. But you know, I just think this team is is uh, the mindset is you know whether if it's defensively having just trying to defend a blade of grass, we're, we're always out there trying to do that. Um, and offense, they know that they're going to go out there and try to put up points. So you know, as long as we just continue to have that mindset as a team, you know, then we're going to keep doing well. Maybe the shadow turn for all of the field when the game was still in doubt. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had three catches for 25 yards. Yeah. Um, what did you see from Tredavious out there in the back end with him? That's that's Tredavious, man. He he's able to do that. He's able to shadow a guy like that. Um, I got a lot of respect for 17. I told you guys, you know, earlier in the week, uh, he's a playmaker. And, and so, you know, obviously having Tredavious on him was um, ideal for us. And and, and he's going to go out there and play his game. And you can just tell, you know, pregame. Uh, when Chadavis is, is following somebody, you know, he's, he's locked in. He kind of has that look in his eyes. He's not joking around. Um, and, and that's the Chadavis we know and love because we know he's going to go out there and ball. Um, so, he, you know, he's our guy. He had a huge punch out, you know, in that, in that first half to get us going. Uh, I think they were driving on us, and he was able to, you know, uh, I think it was Logan actually was, was falling to the ground, and, and Chadavis was able to punch it out. So um, just a huge play. And we know, you know, each and every game, Chadavis is going to bring it. I'm not saying he's goofing around, uh, but you can tell when Tredavis is locked in, he's going to go out there and make some plays. Touchdown catches for the team today. What have you seen? A, a breakout, I think a lot of us saw coming, right? Mm-hmm. So what have you seen out of him from the start of training camp, how he's kind of gotten used to this offense and you know, starting he, to figure things yeah, out? He's, he's, he's been a dog. Um, you know, we played him in the past when he was on different teams and watching film. He's 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 a dog. Um, you know, he's going to go out there. He's going to give his best. Um, he's going to block if he has to. He's going to, you know, catch. The, he's going to do whatever for for the team. And so, you know, we 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 know and love that. And so, you know, it was good to see him go out there and get a couple tutties. But um, you know, there's a lot of guys like like that on this team. Um, and you guys heard it. I think he said earlier in the week he don't care about nothing else but winning the Super Bowl. Um, and that's that's why we that's why we love him because he's going to bring it every day and make people better. So three takeaways for this defense: the Washington Football Team only had 13 first downs and converted only 18 percent of their third downs. So the defense did a good job of limiting what the Washington Football Team was able to do. Maybe not as much of an aggressive game plan as last week. We didn't see six sacks in this one. What did you see from the difference between how Leslie Frazier called this game compared to last week and how it worked for who they were facing and Taylor Heineke and the weapons? Yeah, I think they were a little more disciplined in their rush lanes because 
as we saw, Heineke can get out and gain yards on the scramble. I mean, he scored the touchdown that we showed in the highlights. So what you have there is a guy that you just want to hem in, force him to sit in the pocket late in the down, and then you can force him into mistakes. And they did that. The Poyer interception, even though he got out of the pocket and scrambled late in the down, threw it late over the middle, Micah Hyde interception. And then I think the most important defensive plays weren't even the turnovers in terms of regaining control of the game. When Washington scores 14 unanswered and they make it a one-score game late in the second quarter, the offense comes out, they get a field goal drive to get three of those points back. Defense on the field, bang, three and out, get the ball back again with 35 seconds left, and then expert clock management by the coaching staff and the offense, three timeouts, they go down the field in 20-something seconds, and Bass kicks another field goal before they go into the locker room. So the one-score game is suddenly a 13-point game. No one Washington's getting that first possession of the second half. I thought that was huge. And just the way that the offense and the defense played together. I mean, last year it was like the offense would go off game after game after game, and rarely did we see the defense match what the offense did. And I really feel like in this game you had it going on on both ends of Mm -hmm. the spectrum. Special teams, Washington football team, ended up recovering their own kickoff. So there was a little bit of a hiccup on special teams. But truly, from the offense to the defense, both both sides of the ball really had – a great day against a good team, too. It's yeah. not like they're playing a nobody. I mean, the Washington football team has a, a great front on defense, and they do have some weapons in, in Terry McLaurin. Mm-hmm. And, McLaurin and, and Taylor Heineke is not a bad backup quarterback. Right. I think <clears throat> a lot of what people have said, just talking around town to fans and stuff, they're like, man, the defense looks like the 2019 defense right out of the gate. And then the offense wasn't what it was last season. But today, I think we saw the 2020 version of the offense and the 2019 version of the defense. And if they can continue to keep those two parts of the equation together and they can straighten some things out on special teams, it's going to be really hard to beat this team if they play that way. Yeah, I agree. Two receivers who had a great day, Emmanuel Sanders and Cole Beasley. Uh, They were answering some questions after the game. So let's hear what they had to say after the win. Not trying to score there. Well, I mean, uh, us as players are always thinking about scoring. You know, that's, that's a decision decision for the coaches to make. And, uh, you know, we had three timeouts at the time. We got some guys who can separate. We got a guy who can throw it. And, you know, the line's been doing a great job of giving him time. So when you have all those things kind of going for you, it makes it an easier decision. And um, Today it was the right one. Emmanuel, Emmanuel, you said on Thursday you were like an 8 out of 10 chemistry-wise. Yeah. Josh, what are you now? I mean, we won 100% today, so I think it's 10 out of 10. So, hey, it, it fluctuates, but hopefully we can stay at this level right here, though. What's it like, though, to have Josh even confirm that, he, like, say that he's heard the critics and he's his own worst critic and he's not played his best? Yeah, like, I mean, at the, end, at the end of the day, it's, it's football and it's like life. You know, I remember when we lost at Steelers, I was telling everybody, like, it's a roller coaster ride, but don't, 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 don't ride the emotions of it because. You know, even sometimes you guys, you know, we'll lose and, oh, the Bills are the worst. And then next week, we're the greatest thing, right? And so I tell guys, don't ride that. Josh, don't listen to that. I mean, he's, he's been in the league a long time. He's probably heard it all. But, you know, every Sunday, you get to prove yourself. And uh, he went out today and proved himself. Oh, man, it felt good. It felt really good. I think the best part is handing that ball to that kid and seeing the reaction on him, though. 
you know, I think that's what it's about, you know. And so to go out today and get a win and to be able to ball out with my with my SMU boy as well, you know, it was fun. It was a great day. You tried, you were trying to say the first one, Princeton, huh? Man, I don't know what I was trying to do, but I know I got a fine coming. NFL, I'm sorry. Emmanuel, <laughs> the uh, TV broadcast during the game said that there was a pretty heavy emphasis on, on getting you the ball during the practice week leading up to this game. Can you confirm that? No, I can't. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what they're talking about, man. <laughs> Hey, well, I don't know where they get it from, but hey, whatever. <laughs> but I'm, that's not accurate. Well, was, this, was this more of what we expected from the offense? Was this more of like what we saw from the offense last season? That it's it's finding its, I guess, rhythm, swagger. Yeah, we we definitely found our rhythm um, today. The first two games, uh, we were struggling a little bit. Even even last game, winning thirty-five to zero, it was hard to feel good about it. Um, our, our drives would stall a few times, but you know today felt a lot more like um, what we expect and what we want it to be. And and even then, there's still a few plays you want back. So um, we'll watch the film and and we'll talk about the good stuff, but we'll talk about the bad stuff too to learn from it. Cole, how have you seen Emmanuel fit into what you guys are doing offensively and with you and Stefan and Gabriel? I don't know. When they told me in the off season they were, you know, going to go after him, you know, I already knew it was a good fit. You know, without even even seeing him with our offense just because I've been with the guy before. I know how he works. Um, and he, You know, he's still one of the hardest practice players on our team, you know, even at 34. So um, it's just fun to watch him, and, and, you know, he's been doing it for a long time. It's fun to watch a veteran guy go to work, and, and you know, that's an example leading for the other guys as well. He's been good to have. Oh, I'm sorry. Emmanuel, I'm guessing that maybe Cole and the guys talk to you about what it's been like when they get rolling, especially last year. Yeah. So was it – what they yeah, been telling I, got, I got a dose of it in preseason. So in preseason, I, I was blown away by you know the no huddle package that we got, and and then I think the first two games, obviously, you know everybody wanted it to pop out. You know it popped today, but today to experience it and uh, you know hang you know forty plus points up, man, it was a great day to be a Bill. Emmanuel, last week you had that block for Motors touchdown. You said you know that that might have been more fun than actually scoring a touchdown. You get two today, just. You know, these past few weeks, how how good of a feeling is it to see the fact that you are fitting in so well with this offense? Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it feels good. Obviously, you know, for me, like, you know, this is my third third organization in three years, and the thing is, like, you gotta you gotta prove yourself all the time. You know, when I was in Denver, the fans knew what I could do, and so, you know, to come to this fan base and prove myself and show everybody what I can do. Uh, it feels good, and I think it's just a testament. I think, you know, at nighttime when I close my eyes and go to sleep, you know, it's all the hard work that I put in. Like, I mean, everybody see the touchdowns and the catches, but they don't see, you know, me limping through the house at 4 in the morning to go use the bathroom and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's just a testament to all the hard work and, and, the, and the perseverance that, you know, you go through to, you know, try to get a win on Sundays. Pull that 93-yard touchdown drive coming out in the second half. When you kind of come back out and reestablish what you want to do, you kind of feel the air come out of the defense on the other side when you march down like that, pulling in the end zone? Yeah, anytime you go 93 yards, and, you know, we did it, I don't know how, I don't know how many plays that drive was, but it seemed, yeah, anytime you do that and you control the rock and possess the ball, you know, that also helps the defense too. You know, they love seeing that, and then they can feed off of us, and then they go out there and get a bunch of turnovers, you know. That's the type of football we want to play. So um, that definitely takes the air out of the defense. And, you know, to be out there that long and, and to give up points and not come with a stop, you know, it, it sucks on defense. Emmanuel, you know. 
Yeah, I think that drive was the most impressive drive of the game. 17 plays, they went 93 yards and took more than eight minutes off of the clock. That is a complete stopper for Washington. I mean, the defense goes back on the field and the Bills, and Washington now doesn't have as much time on the clock to do what they want to be able to do. Um, what did you think of the way that Brian Dayball spread the ball out to his receivers and his running backs and, and the attack that we saw from the run game to the passing game today? Yeah, I mean, it w I think this is what everybody envisioned all along for this offense. They have a multitude of weapons, and Josh just has to find the open guy because everybody is capable of making plays, and I think we saw it quintessentially on that drive because – as we said, from the outset, it was going to be a short, quick passing attack, get Josh in an early rhythm. Once he was, they never really went away from it. They stuck with that the whole game. A lot of one back, one tight end, 11 personnel with three wide. And the guys made plays. They got open, early separation in the down, which made Josh's decision-making easy. And his accuracy was on point today. When they're getting separation and Josh is accurate and he's got a clean pocket to work with, you see what the results are going to look like. It's what they look like today. Yeah, 43 total points on the scoreboard there. Uh, the most the offense has scored to start the 2021 season so far. Josh Allen is on the podium answering some questions, so we'll send it over to him. What about that? Though? I mean, I mean you, you, you expressed some concern that you need to be better, and here you are with this performance. I mean, what does that say about yourself? What's that say? Um, I mean, I just care so much about my teammates, and uh, my biggest fear is letting them down. Um, but if you look at today, our five up front, zero sacks. Dawson Knox makes an unbelievable catch for a touchdown. Emmanuel Sanders makes an unbelievable catch for a touchdown. Our defense, three turnovers, uh, giving us really good field position. Um, it was a complete team win today, you know, and it's easy when you got things rolling in your direction uh, like that and getting into a rhythm early on and our guys make some plays. Um, you know, Dave was calling them up really well today. Each of the first two games we talked, you used that word rhythm, trying to find it or whatever. How close to that um, in terms of your performance did you feel today within that team? Felt pretty good um, in terms of just getting the ball out, seeing the defense, what they were doing early on. Um, but again, it, it takes 11 guys out there and uh, we were we were pretty much all on the same page uh, throughout the game today, and obviously there's some things that we're going to have to learn from. Um, you know, when we watch film tomorrow, it's it's never as good, never as bad as you think. So uh, we got to figure out a way to to be better. You know, and we got a, a Houston Texans team next week, and got to put put forward our best effort and game plan really well this week, and, and try to go execute for that. What is it like to see that chemistry and the hard work that you and Emmanuel have put in since he came to Buffalo start to pay off two touchdowns today for him? Just what can you say about that chemistry with Emmanuel? Yeah, I mean, guy that just constantly does what he's asked in the run game and the pass game. Um, when you're putting yourself in, in good position and, and running your tail off and blocking downfield, opportunities like that are, are going to be thrown your way, and typically you're going to make those plays because – you know, he's a vet in this league. He does everything right. Um, you know, he's, he's got juice. You know, he's been been great for me. I know he's been great for the other guys in this locker room. And um, to have that guy who's been there and done it and, and won the whole thing, uh, to have his presence, I think that's huge for us. You know, and um, it's only going to continue to get better, in my opinion. Any sense of relief when you finally hook up with him on the long ball there? Yeah, yeah, it felt good. We were close on a couple today. Um, you know, he made a good play, and 
uh, again, it, it, it's no, it's not luck or coincidence. A guy that just constantly does his job and gets open and, and makes plays for us. Josh, how much fun is it to be in an offense where there's 25 seconds to go in the half, you're 75 yards away, and you're, you're going for it? Yeah, uh, three timeouts, you know, and we got word that we were going to be aggressive there, and you know, I love those types of situations. I think we got two, uh, two down the sideline to Diggs, um, and then one to Dawson out of bounds, and T-Bass came in and kicked a good field goal. And, um, you know, that type of trust that you have in your offense, that we feel that, you know, when, when coaches allowing us to go out there and, and be us, um, you know, it's, it's a good feeling. Dawson said something in camp about getting open later in, in the play for you because he knows he's not always maybe the first look. Have you... Is that something you've thought about? Is that something you two, or is that just something he's trying to work on to get open? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think given the way that I play and um, the type of offense that we have where sometimes our our scramble plays are built in almost, and, and at any point during at, during any play, any guy can get the ball. And I think everybody on the on this team knows that. So uh, they're constantly fighting to get open, and they know if they're not open right away, the ball could still come to you. So, um, yeah, it's just we don't really practice it too much, but guys just know. We, we have this um, this feeling, and uh, they've been around, around it enough where they just know how to how to find ways to get open. Yeah, how imperative was that third and 15 conversion right at the beginning of the game to get you guys into that rhythm? That oh, you see, and I, I appreciate Dave's for putting in his trust in me, and I do want to, you know, give a quick side note. Um, Dave lost his grandma, you know, this last week, and she was – you know, the woman that raised him, you know, so he had a, a pretty tough week and to go out there and play the way we did and execute the way we did. Um, you know, I know he's him and his family are hurting right now, but, um, you know, it's just crazy how the roles are reversed. You know, last year I got to come in the locker room and, you know, I, I had a heartfelt hug with him and this year, you know, he, he falls in my arms. So, um, he's a guy that I love, uh, dearly and, uh, to go out there and play the way we did for, for him, uh, the guys understood that, and we wanted to go and execute and, and play well for him. Josh, to move that offense into field goal range at the end of the first half and then come out at the start of the second half and go 17 plays, 93 <coughs> yards, find the end zone. What does that do for you? What does it do for the team? And what's it do for an opponent when you're able to do that? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's good situational football um, to force a – I think we might have forced a three and out there or maybe it was a – a couple of plays later, but yeah, long drive. It takes the the wind out of their cells for sure, and um, just instills a lot of confidence in our team, knowing that our guys can play loose. Uh, puts the other team in a tough position where you basically know they're going to have to pass the ball, and um, at that point you can, you know, switch it up and do some different type of game planning things on defense and show different looks, and you know, not be afraid to fail. And that's one thing that you know, Coach McDermott he gives us the green light. So that as long as you're going 100, you know, 100 miles an hour. Um, don't be afraid to fail. You know, our, uh, everybody's got each other's backs on this team, and it's a really good feeling. Josh, I, I know how, how important Ryan is to you and uh, to the offense. So when you find out about what happened, um, just, just how, how do you maintain your emotional composure while also knowing that you want to deliver for a guy who's essentially a second father? Yeah. Um, you know, my, my heart aches for him, and I think, you know, our guys on offense would say the same thing, you know. Uh, he, he cares so much about football and cares so much about being the best version of himself for us to put ourselves in 
situations to be successful. Um, he takes everything very personal, you know, about this game. That's that's why we love him. You know, he's an extremely fiery competitor. Um, and when you see a guy hurting, you know, guys rally around that and they wanna they wanna try to help ease that pain and ease that tension. So it's never an easy situation. Um, I've been in that situation. There's nothing you can say to help him, his family feel better. Um, you know, and I think throughout, you know, over time, it, it feels better. But to have that type of support here um, and to share that pain with it, it takes a lot off of it. After the week one game against the Steelers, um, this defensive front for Washington's got a lot of first round draft picks. Uh, they look like they played pretty well. What was your thoughts on how they how they blocked up front? No, no sacks. I gotta, I gotta do something special for them. Um, keep that momentum rolling, you know. And uh, they they're just working hard. You know, they they hear what people say, they understand, and um, you know they want to go out there and, and prove how good they are. You know, and. Um, that's one thing I think we did today. That was put them in good situations, and there was a couple plays. Um, you know, we we alerted some checks to get out or get out of bad situations, and um, you know they they played well, they executed, they communicated well. Um, you know, it's fun to play back there when you have that confidence in them, and I've got you know supreme confidence in, in our front five right now. Josh, speaking about confidence, it just seems like Dawson Knox seems like a whole new player this year. Your level of confidence in him finding the red zone back-to-back -back weekends and some pretty cool celebrations. Yeah, I mean, we did the prom today. Um, yeah, it's just you know a guy that again just works extremely hard. He cares about what he does. Um, takes advantage of the opportunities, and uh, you know he's he's not too far removed from being you know a walk-on quarterback. And for him to transition and play tight end, you know it's starting to become more natural for him, and it, it's fun to see you know his progression how well he understands the game. And then you see that play was unbelievable to, to make that catch and getting elbow down um, before getting out of bounds. So, um, you know, confidence has only grown in him, you know, and he's still got a lot of football left and he's going to be really good for a long time. So I'm excited for that. Josh, long, guys. Cole had 13 targets, 11 catches today. How much is toughness an underrated aspect of this game? Yeah, I mean, he, he takes some hits and obviously he's not the biggest guy, but always seems to pop right up. Um, you know, going back to last year, playing with the, the broken bone in his leg and, um, you know, really he sets the tone. He really does for our offense. He does a lot of really unique things and really allows us to, to switch it up and, you know, one-on-one -on -one matchups, find him, zone coverage. He's smart enough to find zones. And um, when you have a guy like that that you trust that, you know, if they want to drop out into zone coverage, he's going to find a window, come back to the ball and be friendly for me. So, um you know, our relationship is, is fantastic. And, uh, you know, again, we got to find bit ways to be better. But, you know, he plays his tail off all game. Thank you, guys. The quarterback press conference is brought to you by Lombardo Funeral Home, proud sponsor of the Buffalo Bills. All right, it was Josh Allen's fifth game where he had at least 300 passing yards and four touchdowns, the most by a Buffalo Bills quarterback. So continuing to just rack up the accolades as he begins the 2021 season here in week three. Did you see anything from his game in this week's game that you haven't seen from him yet? I just thought he looked decisive. I don't know if you can call body language something different, but it just looked like there was a comfort level there today that differed from what we had seen in the previous two weeks. 
once the early rhythm was established, 14 points on the board pretty early, it's almost like he exhaled and just played the rest of the game instead of overthinking things and, oh, we got to make a play here or we got to score on this drive. He was just playing. There was a free and easy nature to his decision-making, and that led to more plays and more points, and hopefully that can continue. I think the fact probably that they were leading for the entire game you didn't see a frustrated Josh yeah. Allen who gets down on himself and, and needs his receivers to talk him out of how he's feeling in order for him to get back into a mode and a mindset where he can string a good drive together. Uh, but head coach Sean McDermott is now speaking to the media, so we're going to send it over to him. Yeah, I thought it was uh, a good example of, of complimentary football in a lot of ways. Um, you know, obviously we had the shift of momentum that I thought we re we rebounded from when they got on the board uh, with the uh, the long pass play screen and then the uh, the kickoff the ensuing kickoff afterwards, which I think at the end of the day, uh, if we learn from it, will be good for us also. Sean, Josh uh, had mentioned what an emotionally uh, challenging week it was for Brian, understandably so. Uh, to see the way that the offense responded today uh, and kind of went out and played for him, Dion mentioned after the game that they sort of dedicated this game to Brian. Uh, what was it like to be around Brian during the week and what he went through and then to see the team uh, respond that way? Yeah, um, you know, it's a tragic situation, obviously, when, when someone loses someone else in their family. And um, just just thankful for the togetherness of our football team and the way that they supported Brian. And, um, you know, our hearts go out to Brian and his family, of course. that you guys showed there and just the confidence you have in your offense to do what it did? Yeah, um, I think we had three, two or three timeouts, if I, if I remember correctly, on the clock uh, there with 30-some seconds. So those are situations that we spent a lot of time on in practice. And so I praise our, our players. They were extremely calm. Um, I thought Josh really got into a good rhythm. And then with six seconds left, that's a situation we've been in before as well. So um, felt like it was the right um, decision to take one more play and then and then go kick the field goal and execute it at a high level. The guys mentioned you, you talk about double dipping, trying to score and then get one to start the second half. That's a pretty yeah. good drive to start the second half. Yeah, impressive. Um, that's two weeks in a row we came out that way in the second half on the first drive after half. Um, give the defense some credit. I think they went three and out or so. Um, maybe five and out after that, after the halftime drive there, or after the half. So uh, again, good, good complimentary football, um, efficient and executed at a high level on offense as well. You were on the right side of that equation today, but as a defensive mind, when an offense is able to go 17 plays, 93 yards, how much does that just kind of take the wind out of a defense? Yeah, um, you said it, the wind. That was, that was a big drive because we were pinned down in there um, and the wind was in our face. And uh, I thought the offense did a phenomenal job of getting us some some momentum early in that drive, and then we just stayed in great rhythm, like you said. John, you put emphasis on creating turnovers. It's paid off these last couple of weeks. How exciting is that for you as a coach to see something you emphasize show up on the field uh, yeah. in a row here? Yeah, the, you know, the defense, the coaches do a great job. I thought the defensive game plan uh, was really good, and Leslie and his staff and the players executed, and that is something that, that we try and emphasize, and usually if you emphasize it, you'll eventually get it, and so we got to continue to do that. 
Yeah. Um, again, you know, Emmanuel, I thought he, I think he, I think Josh hit um, Gabe on the third and long of the first series, right over the middle there a little bit, and then and then Emmanuel showed up for him as well. And uh, it's good to see the ball being spread around and and uh, and again efficient football being played right there. In the other way before halftime, do you think you try? Do you go for the field goal there? Um, you know, I, mean, I, I don't know. I didn't know how bad the wind was coming the other way. Yeah, it was inconsistent. It was definitely in your face going that direction, but it was inconsistent. You know, again, that's uh, that's why we have the quarterback. We do uh, a guy that can drive the ball into the wind, like you saw him do after half there. What did you see from him this week in terms of, you know, you, talk, you, you won by five touchdowns last week, but a lot of the guys had mentioned that they couldn't enjoy it because they – they know that there's a lot of work to be done. What did you see from Josh heading into this week or today? Yeah, well, I just felt overall, um, listen, not every play is going to go for a touchdown. And, uh, um, you know, there's good defenses. There's good teams um, in this league. And and so um, we all want it to be perfect. That's what we work so hard for during the week, Josh included. But the reality of it is it's not always going to be perfect. And I think he really just um, – Played a little bit more free today and uh, and executed again at a high level, which I think there's there's give and take there with plays being called. Um, I thought we were able to run the ball at times in there, which was good, and so it was a good. Um, I don't want to call it balance, but it was a good um, moderation of things, if you will. He uh, he kind of Josh kind of called himself out this week when he spoke to us Wednesday. I mean, I don't know if it was warranted, but he did. So for him to come out and play the way he did. What does that say to you about about his moxie, maybe? Yeah, well, there's no one that's harder on themselves than than Josh is on himself, and I think that says a lot about um, who he is as a leader. Um, and and yet at the same time, um, you know, he continues to learn. The playing field. Deputies, clear the playing field. He continues to learn, right, and grow in year four. Um, so. Um, that's what we have to, to continue to do is continue to grow as a football team and, and um, you know, continue to improve every week. When you say he played a little more free today, is there anything specifically like on the field you saw that, you know, makes you say that, that he was on doing On the field it? today? Yeah. Um, no, it just, it just looked like, um, you know, I thought Friday's practice and then into, into Saturday and Sunday he was um, – Again, in, in a good in a good in a good spot, and uh, again, I just go back to what I said earlier. Like it's not it's not always going to be perfect, and uh, I thought um, we I thought that showed up in the game at times today too, right? The the change in momentum, 14 points like that, and our team responded. Um, so those are things we can grow from as well. What was the messaging at that point, Sean? Because you know it was smooth sailing. Then, as you said, it was 21-14. What was being said, and how were you able to kind of quickly flip it right back around. Yeah, I thought the players did a good job. I mean, we ha we have a group of guys that are, uh, you know, some veteran players. And in other times, I saw some younger players stepping up, and we need that also from a leadership standpoint um, at that moment. And and, uh, and then it went back to execution. And we were out, we were executing again at a high level right after that, uh, which was good to see. And um, guy, at the end of the day, someone's got to step up and make a play, and we made some plays. Sean, what can you say about the play of your offensive line today, going up against such a talented Washington front four? We talked about it all week, allowing no sacks, just 
what did yeah. you see from that unit today? Yeah, I thought I thought they gave us time back there. Um, you know, there's plays that I know that they want back, and we have to continue to grow up there. And but I'm I'm watching an offensive line um, improve every week, and it's not where it needs to be yet, and we're not where we need to be. Um, I'm not where I need to be, you know, and uh, and so just embracing that. Hey, let's go back to work. Let's put on the blue jeans and and the hard hat and go back to work and and uh, and earn it. And and I thought they did a good job today. Anything serious on Jordan's injury? No, I don't know yet. Yeah, don't know. I'll probably know more tomorrow or the next day. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Sean McDermott's press conference is brought to you by Highmark Blue Cross Blue Shield of Western New York, the official health plan of the Buffalo Bills. So a complete win for the Buffalo Bills today, 43 points on the scoreboard. And last week, they beat the Dolphins 35 to nothing. It was a shutout win. Great performance by the defense, but I think we all walk away from this win feeling a lot better about the team as a whole. Yeah, because the offense finally lived up to the expectations that I think everybody had for them going into the season. It's almost like fans were leaving the stadium today going, that's the offense mm -hmm. I remember. And I think that is what will maybe, maybe for a week anyway, put some of the minds of the fans at ease. Like, oh, it is here. It's, it didn't go away for good. <laughs> it's back now. We'll be fine. And like I said earlier, Maddie, that combined with the way the defense has played just about every time out this season, uh, look out because it's going to be very hard to beat a football team when they're playing offense like that and defense like that. If the special teams can just clean up a couple of things, yeah. they might be a complete team that on any given Sunday is going to be really, really hard to beat unless they have a bad day and do it to themselves. Yeah, hopefully they can sustain it uh, in week four. They will play the Houston Texans, a one o'clock game, another home game for the Buffalo Bills. Do they need to draw anything up, really focus on anything in practice this week or more of the same from what they did? Yeah. Today. I think they just have to go out and be committed to playing their best game. And this Houston team, it could be an even more lopsided result than we saw this week because they're going to be playing a backup quarterback in Davis Mills, who is a wet-behind-the-ears rookie who will be making only his second career start. Yeah. Yes, Houston has a few extra days to prepare, having played Thursday night. I just don't think it's going to add up to be enough to compete with this team if the Bills play anything close to the way they played this week. I don't want to look too far down the schedule, but this is like their last tune-up game next week right. before they get Kansas City and the Titans. Kansas City did lose today to a division rival in the L.A. Chargers. They got up 14-0. Chiefs came back, but Chargers did enough to win that game. Tennessee's division a little bit easier than I think even they anticipated with Indy going through injury concerns. Carson Wentz played banged up today. Not enough. Tennessee gets the win. So, yeah, Tennessee could be rolling by that time. Chiefs are going to be smarting because uh, they're probably sore after that loss. Fortunately, the Bills don't get them until two weeks from now. Yeah, <laughs> sounds good to me. We are going to wrap this show up. But if you want more highlights, more sound, and a little bit more breaking down of this game, make sure you head to MSG at 11.30 for the full version of Bills Tonight with Chris Brown and myself. Uh, we hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your Sunday evening, and we will see you right here next week.